In this sermon, we bring a simple reminder of God as our healer and how God enables us to receive His healing power through His Word, His Spirit, and the name of Jesus. This morning, I just want to bring a message that is more of a reminder to us of who God is and God being our healer, God being the one who makes us whole. So this is not something new. Uh, it's, uh, many of us are, would be very familiar with the scriptures uh, that we're going to look at this morning. But we need to be reminded. We need to be refreshed in uh, various aspects of our faith in God. And so this message comes as a reminder. Maybe for some of us, if we have not been exposed to this before, it may be new. So I want to talk to us about God's provision for healing and wholeness to us this morning. That God is the God who heals us, or the God who wants us to be whole. Let's start with a very familiar psalm, Psalm 103. I think many of us know the psalm. If you want to say it, you can say it. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. And he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So this is God's words. It says, bless God. Praise Him, thank Him, bless Him. Don't forget His benefits. His benefits are His free rewards. It's His benefit. You know, somebody asks, what benefit, you, you Christians? You go to church every Sunday. What is your benefit? Hey, we've got a list here. <laughs> Don't forget His benefits. He forgives our sins. He heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from destruction. What tries to destroy us, he redeems. He sets us free from that. He redeems our life from destruction. He crowns us. That means he graces us with his loving kindness and his tender mercies. Mercies. God gives us what we don't deserve. His mercies. He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies our mouth with good things. Now that is not limited to what you have for lunch. Right? It just means he enables us to enjoy good things. He satisfies our mouth with good things. God, God wants you. God desires. God, that's one of his benefits. You enjoy good things. He blesses us. He satisfies our mouth with good things uh, so that our youth is renewed like the so he comes in to renew our life, strengthen our life. But we're going to focus on that part. He heals us of all our diseases. See, this is God's word. His word is truth. And we've got to get into that and say, okay, God, this is who you are. I want to experience that. So God has revealed himself through his covenant name. You see, when God gives a covenant name, and there are several covenant names in scripture, when he gives us a covenant name, there are two things we must understand. First, as a covenant, he's making a solemn promise. A covenant. 
and name it reveals his nature this is who i am so in giving us a covenant name he's saying i'm making a solemn promise that this is the kind of god i will be to you that's my nature and his covenant name or one of his covenant names is i am jehovah rapha the lord's your healer so that's his covenant name a solemn promise and a, a name that reveals his nature he is the lord our healer now under the old covenant and keep in mind we are in the new covenant but it's a better covenant so how much more should be the way we look at it under the old covenant exodus 23 verses 25 and 26 god said this to his people he said and i will bless or the lord will bless your bread and your water and i will take sickness away from your that's his word i will take sickness away from your midst and he continues he says and there will be no one who will suffer who will be barren or will suffer miscarriage in your land and the number of your days i will fulfill that means i will enable you to live out the full length of your life that's his promise that's his covenant that's his word amen so we said god that's your word we believe it so god is by nature our healing god he has a covenant of healing with us and uh, and jesus embodied this for us when he walked on the earth now the second thing is this we must also understand that healing is in the atonement that means when jesus christ died on the cross when he took upon himself our sins the bible also tells us clearly in several places he also took upon himself our sicknesses look at one verse matthew 8:17 man the writer of the gospel of matthew matthew inspired by the holy spirit is quoting isaiah from isaiah 53 and here's how he writes it he says that he might that he did this he so that it might be fulfilled what was spoken by isaiah the prophet himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses or bore our diseases so on the same cross where jesus bore our sins he also bore our sicknesses our ailments our things that trouble us in body and mind he bore our sins so that the bible says the blood of jesus christ god's son cleanses you from every sin he bore our sicknesses and our diseases so that the bible says by his stripes we have been healed now I want to challenge us that we must be consistent in our messaging or in our preaching. Now, have you ever heard a preacher say, "Come to Jesus. He took your sins. Come and believe in him and you may or may not get forgiven." Have you ever heard a preacher preach like that? I haven't. The way he preaches, Jesus bore your sins on the cross. you believe in him and all your sins will be forgiven and the blood of jesus christ god's son will wash you clean now we say that with confidence but when it comes to healing we say maybe you might be healed maybe he will keep you sick hey you're just being inconsistent because on the same cross that he bore your sins he also bore your same cross same time same work everything same why is our message then different 
we are being inconsistent because of unbelief. That's the only reason. It's easy to say somebody your sins are forgiven because whether it happens or not, nobody sees it. But to say to somebody, you will be healed, we're going to check. So the only reason our message is not consistent is because of unbelief. But it doesn't change the fact. The fact is on the same cross at the same time he took all our sins and he took all our diseases. And so if we announce to the sinner believe in Jesus your sins will be forgiven. We should also be consistent when we announce to the sick person believe in Jesus what he did on the cross and you will be healed. This is simple English. Just be consistent. That's all. Because on the same cross, at the same time, the same price he paid. Isaiah says, Matthew quotes it, Peter repeats it, by his stripes we were healed. Healing is on the cross. Just as forgiveness for sins comes to us through the cross. So let's... Just be accurate, be truthful, be intellectually honest. That's all. If we say to every sinner, because he bore your sins, you will be forgiven. We should say to every sick person, because he bore your sickness and disease, you will be healed. Amen? And the Bible says that. It says, by whose stripes you were healed. Right? So on the cross, God has provided healing for our body and mind, wholeness, wellness for us. But now, what we want to answer today is, how does that provision reach us? Yes, he's provided for us, but how does it reach us? How does God administer it to us? Or how do we receive that? We want to look at three channels by which God's healing power touches us. I'll just keep it very simple. Number one is by his word. His word. See, the word of God we know is is, is full of power. And it includes the dimension of healing power. The word. So when you read the word or when you hear the word... That word is a carrier of God's power to you and me. Take for example Psalm 107 and verse 20. It says, he sent his word and healed them. How? He sent his word. His word was a carrier of healing. And his word delivered them from all their destructions. The same word will deliver us from all our things that destroy our lives. The same word. The word of God is a carrier of God's healing, God's delivering power. I'll look at Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. These are familiar verses of scripture, just reminding us. Solomon writes, he says, My son, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from before your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. He says, for they are life. To those who find them. And health to all their flesh. The whole body. He says my word is healing. 
So how do we receive that healing? Through his word. We take that word, you read it, meditate in it, listen to it, and speak that word over your own body. Speak it. So what good will it do? That word is a carrier of his healing power. So speak to your body. So body, kidneys, livers, lungs, whatever, wherever it is. By his stripes you've been healed. God is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord is my healer. You take that word because his word carries his healing power to you. Listen to his word. Go to our website or go to any, you know, where they preach healing. Not unbelief but preach the truth. And listen to words that build your faith on healing. Build your faith on Hear the word or read the word or speak the word. But the word is a carrier of healing power. Amen? Now look at it in the natural. You go to the doctor. He gives you capsules. So doctor, what will this do for me? So inside the capsule are certain things that will work in your body. So swallow those capsules. Take it in. Now you buy it, keep it under the pillow. You buy it, keep it in the shelf. It really won't work. It's got to be ingested. You've got to take it in. Same thing with the word of God. Knowing that the capsules are there will still not help. Knowing that the promise is there will still not help. You read it. You take it in. You go to God with it. The word are you understanding? Because his word is power. Second way God brings our administers healing, makes it available to us, is by his Holy Spirit. Isaiah 61. And there are several scriptures, I'm just picking a few. Isaiah 61, Isaiah writes, and Jesus, the Lord Jesus, of course, quotes this in Luke 4. He says, the spirit of the Lord, spirit of God, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For God has anointed me to preach good tidings, to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the broken hearted. Broken hearted. People are broken inside. Emotionally hurt and pain. Are depressed and oppressed and troubled emotionally. He heals the broken hearted. The Holy Spirit. Continues, he comforts those who mourn, he consoles those who mourn. He gives the oil of joy for our sorrow or sadness. He gives, us, uh, the sp he gives us praise for the spirit of heaviness. The change, look at the work of the Holy Spirit. He brings healing to all the emotional things. He brings healing to our bodies. So now as a believer, the Holy Spirit is in you. Amen? Alright, let's say this together. The Holy Spirit is in me. I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, He's in you for a purpose. And one of the things the Bible tells us in Romans 8, 11 is that God quickens or gives life to our bodies by His Spirit. God gives life. Romans 8, verse 11. He quickens our mortal bodies by His Spirit. Yes, these bodies will grow old and, you know, fine. But as I go along, the Holy Spirit is going to rejuvenate, give strength, quicken, give life to my body. So, so the Holy Spirit, thank you. 
This body is not for sickness. This body is for the Lord. And the Holy Spirit is in me. He gives life to my body. So that's one way by which you receive the, the, the healing work of His Spirit in you. But there are other ways also. One other way is when an anointed vessel lays hands on you. And that's what Isaiah is talking about. That God anointed. He said, I've been anointed to do this. So through the anointed vessel, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is administered to bring healing to us. Another way is when we gather in worship, the Spirit of God covers us. So there's an anointing present when we gather corporately. Right? So that's another way in which the anointing or the presence of the Holy Spirit reaches and touches us to receive healing. A third important way God delivers healing to us is through the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has not been given to the church to be used in church liturgy so that every time they say the name of Jesus, everybody says, Amen. That's not the reason why God has given us the name. It's, it's much bigger than that. When Jesus said to you and me, use my name, he was giving us the power of attorney meaning you have the right now by using my name to represent me to do what I would do if I was standing right there at that moment now that's big to have the power of attorney from Jesus Christ that's what he told us believers in our reference one verse in Mark 16 verse 17 and 18 he said these signs will follow those who all right, are the believers awake? Or? <laughs> Let's try it again. Mark 16, 17. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name or using my name, they will cast out demons. See, every believer is a demon chaser. So tell your neighbor, you're a demon chaser. <laughs> every believer is a demon chaser. Jesus said it. In my name, they will cast out demons. And then he goes on in that passage, end of verse 17. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. In my name, using that name. So there is healing in that name. Why? Because at that name, every disease must bow. Every demon must flee in that name. So you use that name for yourself and for other people to resist sickness, to fight that. Just as we offer forgiveness of sins in that name, we offer healing in that name because it's in that name. Sickness and disease is driven out, it's cast out. Are you with me? Three simple, three simple things. God's word, his spirit, and his name. So anytime you and I need to receive healing, Anytime you and I need to administer healing, see simple. The word, his spirit, his name. Simple. But one condition, faith. Just as for a sinner, if he wants to receive forgiveness for his sins, the only thing he has to do is he has to believe. Same thing to receive healing. Believe. Have faith. So the power comes into the building 
But what one thing that needs to be done is the switch has to be flipped. Flip the switch. The lights come on. One thing that needs to be done, faith. To connect with God's healing power. In his word, his name, his spirit. Faith. I'll reference one verse and then we'll take time to pray together. In James 5, James writes, he says, notice how he begins, verse 14, 15. Is anyone sick among you? Anyone includes all of us. So nobody is a special case. Says in your case, God is using sickness to teach you a lesson. No, no, no. You're already included. Too late. You're in this anyone. Is anyone sick among you? What should he do? Call for the elders of the church. Let them pray that God will take him through his tribulation. No, no, no. I'm just making this a joke, but... What does he say? Is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save or heal. The same Greek word, sozo. Will heal the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he have committed any sins, it will be now, see the last part of that verse. It says, if he has committed sins, it will be forgiven. That we all believe. So we don't tell a sinner, you know, sorry, uh, the only way we'll get to know whether you made it or not is once we get to heaven. You know, hey, if I see you in heaven, that means you made it. Hey, but if you didn't, it means your sins didn't get forgiven. No, we don't do that. The moment he believes, we say your sins are forgiven. It's a will. It's done. So we've got to treat sickness and he healing for sickness the same way. We shouldn't have double standards. The reason we have double standards is because of unbelief. And we've got to face up with that. But the Bible says, you anoint him with oil. Oil represents the Holy Spirit. So please don't fight over what kind of oil. <laughs> Coconut oil, olive oil, sunflower oil. Please. It's not about the oil. It just represents the anointing. So anointing with oil. The Holy Spirit. Representing the Holy Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord. Representing the power of attorney. This person is standing here in the name of Jesus. Representing Jesus. Anointing with oil. In the name of the but one condition. The prayer of faith. Not the prayer of doubt. Not the prayer of maybe, maybe not. But the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Means you've got to be in agreement. God, this is a done deal. And I'm just receiving what Christ has provided for me on the cross. Healing is mine. Just as forgiveness of sins is mine, I'm taking it by faith. The prayer of faith will heal the sick. So you see, you have the anointing oil representing the Holy Spirit. You have the name of the Lord. But the switch there, the key there is the prayer of faith. And he says, the Lord will raise him up.
The Lord will bring him out. The Lord will forgive. Amen. So God's provision for healing is for all of us. He's our healer. His name is Jehovah Rapha. Jesus provided it for us on the cross. His word comes today. You've heard his word. That means the power of God to heal us is right here. Because his word has been proclaimed. The Holy Spirit is here. We're all believers. He's here. His name. We are in his name. We have faith in his name. We're gathered in his name. So it's a good time for us to believe God for healing and wholeness for ourselves. Amen. So here's what we're going to do now. The reason we said we'll do the communion at the end is because we want to do it with faith. Amen. So now, as we, you can remain seated and we're going to serve, our ushers will come. They will serve us the elements. Now again, this only represents something. The oil represents the Holy Spirit. This wafer represents the body. It's just a wafer. Don't worry what it's made of. So like this is not real bread. It's not brown bread, wheat bread. Oh, that's. It's only representing the body. And the Bible says by his stripes. You have been. The cup juice represents the blood. Yes, let's go ahead and so. And please hold on till everybody is. We'll pray together and then take part. The cup represents the blood. And it says the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. So this morning, all of us, all of us, all of us, as we partake of the simple thing, the wafer and the juice, we will do it in a few minutes from now. Do it with expectation. Lord Jesus, you bore my sins so I can be forgiven. The blood can cleanse me. But you also bore my sickness and my disease so I can be healed in body and mind. You may have a simple problem, a small problem, or you may have something serious, a chronic condition. It, it doesn't matter to Jesus. Small thing or big thing. He is our healer. He is our Jehovah Rapha. So I request all of us is to hold on to these elements. We will pray and then we will partake together. So he said, Lord, this morning, I need, and if you, if you need healing in your body or your mind, said Jesus, with the same faith by which I have received forgiveness for my sins. Same faith. With the same faith by which I know my sins are forgiven. With that same faith, Lord, I am taking my healing. I know that by your stripes my body is healed whether it's a small thing or a big thing you ask the Lord Jesus Lord you're my healer and I receive healing for such and such and then in the name of Jesus, whatever that problem is, you resist it. Just whisper. You don't have to shout and scream. The power is in that name, not in the volume of the voice. 
So just in that name, you say in Jesus' name, I resist this sickness. I resist this ailment. I resist this disorder. We're going to pray like that as we partake this morning. And I want to encourage you to expect healing in your body or your mind. Expect it. The Lord is faithful to his word. Once everybody is served, we will pray together and then we will partake together. Okay, I think everyone is served. So let's pray. Father, we sanctify these earthly elements, Lord, of bread and grape juice. We have heard your word that you are our healer. You heal us through your word by the presence of your spirit and in the name of Jesus. Father, pray for every person here and even those watching live. That God, this moment, as we partake of these elements, that the healing power of God affect healing in every person's body. That there will be a complete release from ailments, disorders, problems in body and mind. Because you, O oh God, are our healer. We do this, Lord, believing with expectation. The Lord Jesus said, take, eat. This is my body that's given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The Bible says, by his wounds, we have been healed. Let the healing power of God touch your body, even as you eat this wafer. Let's partake together. The Lord Jesus said, this is my blood of the new covenant that is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Let's partake of this cup together knowing that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, has cleansed us from all sin. Let's partake. And in the name of Jesus, let the healing power of God administer, be administered to every sick person. Every person is made whole by the power of God. I break every yoke of darkness. I break every yoke of sickness, disease, infirmity. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. And we pray that we'll hear of the works you've done so that we can celebrate your goodness, O oh God, towards your people. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Let's rise to our feet, please. We'll call our worship team up. We'll sing uh, for a few moments. And if God has worked a healing in your body or your mind, and you feel God has done that, you can tell God has done that. If you need to go to the doctor or get some tests done, go do it. Doesn't matter. But if you have a testimony to share, we'd encourage you to send a testimony in. Just send it to us an email so that we could read it and share it across our locations. This, uh, we're necessarily not going to reveal names or other details, but we wanted to celebrate the goodness of God. Amen? So when, when God has done a good work in you, body or mind, healed you, set you free, send an email with that testimony. We want to glorify Jesus together. Amen? So we're going to just worship God for a few moments and then we will dismiss. Let's just thank God for what he's done. Let's just put that together. through 
Father, I just declare your power released in every person's life. I declare your wholeness, your healing and your wholeness in our bodies and minds. Let the power of God flood every body, every mind, making us whole. We thank you, Father. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit continue with each of us always. In Jesus' name, amen. We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org also visit our website abcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.